Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi there, and welcome to another Eurogamer newscast. And this week we're talking about the Nintendo Direct that happened yesterday, all of the fun stuff that happened in that, and then a big announcement from Microsoft last night where it announced it was raising the price of Xbox Series X and Xbox Game Pass. With me as ever, it's Eurogamer's news team. We've got Ed Nightingale. Hello. Livnan. Hello. And I'm Tom Phillips. And we'll kick off with the Nintendo Direct, which happened yesterday afternoon and basically set out Nintendo's stall for the rest of 2023 and beyond. It was uh, an action-packed 40-minute show. I thought it was pretty good. Generally, yeah. Generally. Yeah. I, I, I feel confident on what I'm going to be playing on a Switch for the rest of the year, which I didn't necessarily feel with Sony and Microsoft. So in that sense, it was a bit more secure. And there were some nice surprises as well. Yeah. When you think about it, Microsoft has two games for the rest of this year, Forza and Starfield. PlayStation has Spider-Man. Nintendo now that Zelda's out of the way. I guess we know Super Mario Wonder is the big one. That's coming. We still got Pikmin 4 in a couple of weeks. And... Then they have, oh, everybody's one to switch. Let's not forget that. Although Nintendo, strangely, seemed to forget it last night when they did not show it in the direct. Yeah, that was swept under. Any thoughts on, were you waiting for it in the show? Liv, were you keen to, to honest, see? I'm not sure if I even remembered it's a thing. <laughs> okay. I feel Maybe. like the overlap with WarioWare, the overlap is just like slightly too much. Yeah, I get that. I think that there's definitely on, similarities. I was on tenterhooks. I was like, where is everybody's one to switch? This is the one game I'm desperate to see. Like, why is it not here? I feel shortchanged by this direct. How dare? I mean, we laugh, but it is extremely unusual for Nintendo to overlook one of its own first party games that's about to launch at a direct right before it launches, even just to remind people, hey, there's a release date soon. It's coming out. It's only 25 quid. It might be fun. I mean, I don't know. yeah, I'd say it's a first-person Nintendo game. It should have been there. You, you generally would have expected it to be there. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, there's all sorts of um, theories about how maybe Nintendo itself feels about this game. I, maybe they felt that that direct setting was just not the right way to convey the fun of that game and the fact that you sort of need to buy into being in a room full of people to experience it. You know, it's, when it's got stuff like bingo and musical chairs, I mean, those are, if you find yourself at a party, things that you probably end up getting swept up in, but you probably wouldn't go out and buy a game with bingo and musical chairs. And I think it would be quite difficult to put that in Australia. 
I mean, you don't really need a switch to play musical chairs. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> wow, damn, you've really thrown a spanner in the works for Nintendo there. <laughs> well, <laughs> just just turn on your boombox and, uh, and, and get some chairs out. You don't even need a chair. True. Something resembling a chair. What else was there that is out this year? You mentioned WarioWare, I suppose. Well, my the big surprise that I'm most excited about is Super Mario RPG, which is yeah. Um, which was a big surprise. It's never been released in Europe. It's one of those games that I I I've been desperate to play, and a lot of other people have been desperate to play because it hasn't been released here officially. Um, I say that I'm pretty sure it was available on the Wii um virtual console um but um yeah i'm a big fan of of squares games and final fantasy and i also really love the mario rpgs um the paper mario games um so this is like going back to your roots that i've been wanting to play for such a long time and now finally can um and it looks great it looks from what i know of the game it looks very authentic to it but just with some upscale graphics um they're redoing the music with the original composer um and I think it was a big surprise, but a big hit for a lot of people. Mm. Would you would you rather that they remake the original or do like a completely new sequel? I am well. I'm still surprised that they haven't put that on Switch Online as one of the SNES games. So I was expecting that more than a remake. And in some ways, I'd be happy with yeah if they just put that so I can play the original as as it was. And then they go and make a new one. Um, but I feel like that's that's interesting just because Paper Mario has sort of gone off on a bit of a tangent and is becoming less and less of an RPG. So if they were to make a new game, would they go back to this style or would they continue Paper Mario? Um, I don't know where they would go in terms of a new game. Maybe remaking this is a way to reestablish that sort of baseline for another new game in the future, potentially. Mm. It was interesting. I played the Paper Mario games. I think I reviewed the last one. And to see sort of the, the origins of that series in Super Mario RPG or the first Mario RPG and just how RPG-like it was uh, compared to some of the more action RPG, almost adventure -y. And then, I mean, they've done a lot with that series. I remember the the quite side-scrolly ones that were on the Wii. Um, they never really settled on something. And they keep getting rid of... I mean, to me, the high watermark was Thousand Year Door. And there were rumours that we would see a Thousand Year Door remake yesterday and we got Super Mario RPG. Um, yeah, interesting. That's Maybe the most treasured GameCube discs. Yeah, I think it's worth some money now. Maybe this. Maybe we'll see a Mario RPG two next gen, and this is sort of re unearthing this brand back. My only question with it is about Square's involvement, um, just because this game obviously came out before Square got very invested with Sony and put Final Fantasy games on PlayStation. Um, I don't know how involved they are in this remake. I imagine it's just coming from Nintendo directly, but they must have had permission or there must be some sort of involvement. Um, and I don't know what that would mean going forwards if, if Square would want to be involved 
in any way. Yeah. I can't remember what they actually said during the show, if they had anything on screen to say it was a specific developer. Doesn't yeah, look like it. it. I remember just seeing like the Square Enix logo as well as Nintendo's logo. But hmm. that, apart from that, I don't recall. Interesting. Um... Another thing we saw was um, we talked about Pikmin, we talked about Wario. There was one other. <laughs> there was one other thing. What was Is it? Is it a certain yellow mouse? Yes, oh. Detective Pikachu two. <laughs> long, long lost sequel that was first talked about years and years ago, um, and another game that's out this year. So when you count all those games up. I just handily recapped as I was trying to remember Detective Pikachu. Um, that's like a good handful of games out through the rest of 2023. And it's quite funny to me that we were sort of thinking, well, you know, Switch is basically winding down. Zelda will be its last big Nintendo release. And I, I certainly don't think we're still going to get anything now that um, tops Tears of the Kingdom in terms of the size of the game. Like, as lovely as it looks, Super Mario Wonder is a side-scrolling Mario, and they are just less interesting to a lot of people than the big AAA one, um, 3D ones. Um, but there's still plenty, even going into 2024. We saw a few games coming next year, right, as well. The Peach game, which they didn't give too much away on, um, but is very nice that it's there. I think, is that only the second time that Peach has had her own game? Because it was that DS game um with the emotions which i didn't play and i don't know how well that received that was um but this looks interesting they mentioned in the in the footage like something about a stage which makes me feel like almost paper mario-esque it's sort of like a theater show uh and it showed her transforming and then cutting off so i guess there's going to be some sort of peach transformation kind of thing with a stage show vibe which seems quite fun yep we also got confirmation, I don't know if we know exactly when, but Luigi's Mansion 2, aka Dark Moon for the 3DS, is coming to Switch as well. So it's a good it's a good little selection of first party Nintendo mascots. Yeah. Ah. Hey, you went to see the Mario movie and you liked some of those characters. Well, here's Mario, Luigi, Peach. Mario again. In the RPG. And Daisy uh, and Wanda. Yeah, he plays Daisy. Which I won't be doing. I don't like Daisy. Why don't you like Daisy? <laughs> I don't know. I just, whenever she's, she just, she's always there at the front in Marika. <laughs> and I'm just like. <laughs> Liv, what was that expression you did there? For the people who listen to the, to our regular audio listeners. Hello. What, it was like you... it was like an oh dip. We we've unlocked the the juicy discourse phase. <laughs> the Daisy discourse. Yes. Just a fair peach. That's all. Good to know. Good to know. What do we think about Mario's voice in Mario Wonder? That was a good way of moving it on, Ed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I. <laughs> it's Charles Martinet, isn't it? Surely. I mean, it sounded like him to me. Same. 
I've seen the so debate. I don't know where people have got that from. Is it? Uh, is there just suspicion around the fact that he wasn't Mario in the Mario film? Therefore, Nintendo must have some secret grudge, and they're trying to slowly sort of edge him out. I mean, I don't think it's Chris Pratt doing the voice, so I don't think there's really a link to the film, unless people really are going deep into conspiracy theory. Um, for me, I was just much more taken by the visuals and the sort of little animation touches, I think is something that will help to really modernise Mario um, in a way that the, the new Super Mario Brothers games haven't felt all that new. Um, whereas this, at least for 2D Mario, feels like a bit of a step on uh, which is nice. And you can play as Elephant Mario. That's the yes. real headline. I thought that was so cute. It was great. Definitely the best since Cat Mario. Have you had any since Cat Mario? Well it's been and it's been a it's been a while and I feel like our patience has been rewarded with Elephant Mario. I'm not sure what what is what are his special powers gonna be? He just never forgets things. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say squirting water, but that might be misconstrued. That's a good one. I was going to say suing his trunk. <laughs> suing? Swinging his trunk. Oh, swinging. <laughs> Wait, wow. It's not, it, that, that's not as, as out there and obvious as squirting water, but... Just slaps you around the face with it. Yeah. Does it extend as well? Come on, Ed. Come Sorry. On. Um, what? I mean, yeah, maybe. Maybe we're going back to the Mario Sunshine Flood gameplay, but it, instead of having a stupid backpack, <laughs> you have like the ability to put on nozzles to the end of Elephant Mario. Oh, wait. And then we've is, got the Power wait, wait, Wash. Power Wash Simulator collaboration. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is it. I've been waiting. We've had, we've had, we've had a lot of crossovers recently, and I've been waiting for my turn. Edge, you've had Final Fantasy. I don't know who. I don't know who likes SpongeBob. Victoria had Team Raider. Victoria had Team Raider. Yeah. Um, so I, I've been waiting for my turn. Maybe this is it. Um, cool. So I and you know, Nintendo looking ahead, really packing out twenty twenty three going into 2024 to me this suggested this was basically nintendo saying switch 2 is at least a year away and we and we sort of knew this anyway because they'd said we're not going to be talking about switch 2 uh we're not going to be releasing any new hardware this financial year which obviously ends march 31st 2024 and we've sort of got a packed release schedule now we know pretty much um there's going to be five six seven first party nintendo games yeah, some of them are ports, remakes, that sort of thing. Um, and some of them aren't the biggest games in the world, like WarioWare. Uh, I'm not really sure how big this Peach game is. But we've got stuff for you, so stick with us. We're here for another 12 months, at least. I think this I think this means, you know, if, if they're not talking about Switch 2 until March, we're over a year away still from Switch 2 actually being out. There's um there's plenty of third party support as well. There's stuff that we've seen at previous showcases that we now see again um at the Nintendo one. So the Sonic game made a reappearance with some fresh gameplay. 
um, the Metal Gear Solid collection, um, the Batman trilogy is coming to Switch. Um, there's that new game from the 3D platformer from the Sonic Mania developers. Um, Squaresoft is still pumping out RPG remakes. Um, like there's still a lot to come, even if it's not directly from Nintendo. But even they are, like you say, making some some decent games as well. Anything else from the direct that either you wanted to flag? Or something that you're looking forward to? Or... Kamek and Mario Kart. Yes. Did you know the trivia about Kamek? Yeah. But he's already in Mario Kart Tour, I think. Yes. So it's not his first appearance, but it will be on console. His first proper appearance. Mario Kart Tour doesn't count. I mean, it's better now that they've taken out the, the god-awful gacha stuff, but yeah. Poor Kamek. For people at home who don't know the trivia, Ed, what was... What is the fact about Kamek that Well, he was originally going to be in in the original Super Mario Kart, and he got taken out for Donkey Kong. Was it Donkey Kong Jr.? I think it was in Mario Kart 64, rather than SNES Mario Kart. Oh, was it? But he got replaced by Donkey Kong, for sure. I need to look this up. Oh, we're, thinking, we're going to Google. <laughs> <laughs> um... I may, I may very well be wrong, in which case, I apologise. Um, you know, unfortunately, you are correct. It was Mario Kart 64. <laughs> because there was a screenshot of the character select screen, yeah, um, which got printed, I guess, in a magazine somewhere, and it had that lineup. And then I think Nintendo just wanted to promote Donkey Kong, maybe Donkey Kong 64. Um, but... It's great to have Kamek back. Kamek, I really enjoyed Kamek in the Super Mario movie. True. True. I guess Kamek, I'm presuming, is on the lighter side of the characters. So maybe in terms of balance, originally they wanted another heavy character, uh, not just Bowser. Mm. But now been... it's a much broader broader range. So, you know, there's there's room for everyone. Yeah, even Wiggler somehow is being squeezed into a Mario Kart. I'm not sure how that works. Awesome. Well, that was plenty. Uh, oh, we didn't talk really about Pikmin, but Pikmin looked great. There's a, there was a load of stuff that they just rattled through. There's a demo out next week. Um, there's Glow Pikmin. You can go out, play with them at night. Um, you can go in people's houses. There's that weird like dueling game that I still don't really understand what that is. Me yeah, neither. I that was Me neither. And you would you would expect that, uh, yeah, you would expect that, that maybe they would have explained that, but they have not. At least not very well. well not there's, to there's me. Always time for like, there's always time for like another trailer to come out. Don't worry. Oh, don't course. worry. Or it will be in the demo, maybe, and we can actually play it for ourselves. I think it is safe to say that there's probably more to come from Pitman before the game comes out. There haven't been any hands-on previews yet. That's all we can probably say about that one for now. Cool. Um, let's, let's move on to the other big bit of news yesterday that actually didn't come from Nintendo. It came from Microsoft and it came overnight. Um, we'd all tucked ourselves in bed with our happy dreams of Kamek and uh, 
well, not Daisy for you, Ed, but uh, the Mario characters. And then Phil Spencer came along and dropped the bombshell, the Xbox Series X and Game Pass were both going up in price. Uh, Xbox Series X is going to be £30 more expensive, which is uh, the same amount that Sony raised PlayStation 5 for last year. And last year, I remember we sat down quite surprised that they had done this and we said what a bad thing it was. So my question to both of you is, is this a bad thing as well? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's always a bad thing if you've got to pay more money for something. Um, I, get, I, I presume the reasons are similar to PlayStation um, as to why they've done it in terms of just the cost of manufacturing and the chip shortage hangover and all that sort of stuff. Um, I think for me, it's just very suspect timing considering they knew that yesterday was the direct. They also knew that Final Fantasy 16 reviews were coming out. So they hoped that this news would get buried under all of, all of that. Um, so I think even Microsoft knows that it's not good news, um, that, that they're trying to just hush it and, and push it under the carpet, I think. Not only that, I mean, both of those are very good points. And uh, yesterday was an extremely busy day for video game industry, Eurogamer, there was just a lot on the site. And of course, yeah, you drop that at the end of it and people are already fatigued from Nintendo Direct. They're probably not paying as much attention as normal. My, let's, let's just remember, Microsoft just had a massive games event in LA uh, shown around the world where they talked about their next year and they've got everybody really excited. They had a great show. We were here last week saying, oh, yeah, Microsoft, good, good job. They would have known that this was coming. Phil Spencer hinted as much at the end of last year and said, well, we'll hold on for as long as possible, basically until sentiment is good enough that we can drop this obviously negative bombshell that we're going to have to announce because, you know, we're not making the margins that we really want to and we want to make more money. Um, and so they do it after that. And, I mean, I understand it. It makes marketing sense. And I, I, I don't think that there has been a better moment for Xbox... Uh, sentiment over the past 12 months um, than right now after that really good conference that they just had. It certainly turned things around after the disasters of Redfall and uh, but and you know the Activision Blizzard deal drama you know continuing but it just reminds me of something that Phil Spencer said when um, uh, you know he was talking about Redfall 60 frames per second. They knew that it was coming, that announcement that actually it wasn't going to be 60 frames per second on consoles and that that was going to be a, uh, a negative moment when they announced that. And they left it long enough that they ended up showing it on 60 frames per second on PC, on previews. But Phil Spencer knew that, that by that point had gotten a bit deceptive that they, that's that they were showing it and it wasn't going to look like that for a lot of people who are going to play on console. And he was like, yeah, we should do better with our marketing. We should be just more transparent. I mean, it's not the same thing here, but it's also, it's another just, okay, this is a carefully planned point in the marketing spreadsheet. And it, and it definitely takes the edge off the excitement from last week for me for how I feel about 
Microsoft going forward. It's a bit sly. I think for me, I'm, I don't mind the increase on Game Pass quite as much. And I think this is maybe what Microsoft want us to feel. But having seen that showcase and seen what's coming, considering most of that is day one coming to Game Pass, I mean, the ambition of Starfield, the amount of content hashtag um, in that game, the fact that's coming to Game Pass, I think like there's a lot of value for money in that. And I don't mind paying a bit extra for Game Pass if that's the level of game that we're going to get. I know there's been a lot of talk over the last year or so of people saying, oh, don't bother with Game Pass because there's no decent games on it. Um, but there is good stuff coming. So I don't, I mean, it's never a good thing that things are more expensive, but I also think that it's still quite good value considering what's coming. Um, the console increase is more of a shock. Yeah. So to recap, Xbox Series X will go from 450 to 480 here in the UK. Um, that is half grand almost you know without without a game that's a lot um game pass ultimate will go up from 11 pounds a month to 13 console game pass will go up from eight to nine um game pass on pc won't be going up xbox series s won't be going up either although they are just about to announce um, well they've already announced it just about to release a more expensive s anyway um so how long is this current S actually going to stay around at that previous price point? I don't know. Is the one terabyte black colored S going to be their main S going forward? We're not sure. I'm sure they will phase out the old one, which seems like a good deal right now in comparison. But yeah, I'm sure that that new one with a bigger hard drive is going to be the new standard at a higher price. Yeah. I mean... Sony went first and Microsoft has sort of benefited because Sony, by the nature of going first, and I remember us talking about it uh, almost a year ago now, um, us saying, oh, this has never happened before. And it was sort of unprecedented. And everyone was taken aback. How dare they? And I, it's just funny to look around the internet this morning and people are just still talking about Elephant Mario. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think it went a bit under the radar anyway. And it's happened already, you know, now PlayStation's gone first, Microsoft, it's basically people saying, oh, well, Microsoft's just just matching the price of PS5 now. It's fun. Funny, funny, fun. Um, cool. Let's leave it there for now. Uh, I can't wait to see what's going to happen in the world of video games next week. We'll be back then to talk more about it all. Thanks for joining us if you've watched or listened this far. Much appreciated. Ed, where can people find you on Twitter? You can find me at Ed underscore Knights. And Liv? I am at JustCastHoly. And I'm at Tom Phillips, EG. Thanks again, everyone. See you then. Bye-bye.